0: All you need to know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Also, happy Monday to you. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. If you're in Mumbai, do look at the forecast for rain before you head out if you plan to do so. The IMD has warned of heavy rain in some pockets today. The other thing to be mindful of is social distancing, but you don't need me to tell you that. There are no signs of a flattening of the infection curve, and over the weekend, as many as 25,000 cases were added as of Sunday morning, taking the total to 6.75 lakh. Now, India is making a second attempt at framing a draft e-commerce policy, This one aims at providing a regulatory framework to ensure fair competition, consumer protection, and handling of data. It may also be India's latest effort to tighten control over e-commerce companies such as Amazon, Walmart-owned Flipkart, Google, and others, and is likely to increase compliance worries for the tech behemoths that have been battling stricter foreign investment rules since last year. For more details, do look up the story on the website BloombergQuint.com. In the auto space, Maruti Suzuki is witnessing better sales in rural areas as demand remains restricted in cities and towns due to lockdowns to curb the coronavirus. That's according to Shashank Srivastava, who is executive director marketing at the company. Buying sentiment is also better in rural areas due to good initial spell of rains in June that has led to a better sowing of the Kharif crop. In corporate news, Biocorn aims to list its biosimilar unit, Biocorn Biologics, in the next two to three years, depending on market conditions. Biocon's Chief Executive Officer and Managing Director Siddharth Mittal was quoted in the annual report as saying, though, that it would be too early to comment on specific timelines for the IPO. In other news, Urjit Patel, who resigned as governor of the RBI in December of 2018, will be releasing a book this month, according to his publishers. The book will be titled overdraft, saving the Indian saver, and will focus on Indian banking's bad loan crisis, its causes, and how he dealt with it as the RBI governor. In the US, rapper Kanye West says he's running for president. It's not clear if the musician is serious or if this is a publicity stunt for himself or a project unrelated to the presidency. West on Saturday night posted on Twitter, and it went instantly viral, with more than 100,000 retweets within the first hour. West has 29.4 million followers on Twitter. Kanye quickly became the number one trending term on Twitter on the weekend. Meanwhile, hopes of a V-shaped recovery for the US economy are fading. Goldman Sachs Group economists have revised lower their estimates for the US economy this quarter, but predicted that it will be on track in September after some states imposed fresh restrictions to combat the coronavirus. The economists say that they now expect the economy to grow 25% in the third quarter, having previously predicted 33%. That would result in the economy slumping 4.6% this year, worse than the 4.2% previously seen. In international markets, it's a mixed start to the week for the early risers in the Asia-Pacific region. Markets in Japan and South Korea were strongly positive, while the one in Australia was a shade in the red at the start of trade. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking today?
1: Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Asia has opened marginally in the green at this point and the SGX Nifty Futures is indicating a muted opening for Indian markets this morning. Even as the 4th quarter of FY20 earnings come to an end with the likes of India Bulls Housing Finance and Edelweiss Financial Services, we have updates on the 1st quarter of FY21 coming in thick and fast. But let's start with earnings which have come through so far. India was housing finance which has reported net sales decline of 32% year on year. Its profit has also come off by as much as 86% and the company has provided nearly 1% of its loan book of 700 crores in account of COVID-19 thereby impacting the bottom line. It's not very different for Edelweiss Financial Services where its net interest income declined 57% at 780 crores and it also reported a net loss of 2,245 crores versus a net profit of 232 crores. The total impairment cost stood at 2,000 crores in the quarter and that has also weighed on its earnings. But moving quickly to... The updates coming in from the June quarter, that is HDFC Bank, where it says that its advances have grown 21% and its deposits have grown 25% for the first quarter of FI21. And it also says that the bank's CASA ratio stood at around 40% against nearly 39.7% year on year and 42.2% quarter on quarter. FMCG major Marico has also come up with an FY21Q1 update where it says that this India business has clocked sales above the annual average monthly run rate of FY20 during the quarter. But there was a reported volume decline on a year-on-year basis in low teens. And that perhaps is the more important one. A volume decline on expected lines in the first quarter. With the Q1 top line translating into single digit growth over an annual run rate of FY20, the company expects to bounce back to posting volumes and value growth during the rest of the year. Real estate company Soba has also come up with a first quarter update where it says it's clocked 70% of the sales volumes during Q1 FY21 as compared to Q4 FY20. The Bengaluru is amongst its least impacted metros from COVID-19 so far and has contributed to 74% of sales volumes during the first quarter. It's achieved volumes of 650,000 square feet, a little over that, uh, valued at 490 crores with a total average realization of nearly 7,500 rupees per square feet. And finally, coming down to bulk we have Metropolis Healthcare where CEO Lotus Investments sold 1.2% stake, and ICICI Prudential Mutual Fund bought half a percent stake, and Aditya Birla Sun Life bought 0.4% stake. All these transactions happened at 1341 rupees per share. Now, these are just some of the stocks we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know, only on BloombergQuinn.com.
0: Thanks, Hagam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to the show on the IBM podcast app?